the spirit of heaviness you heal the broken heart you lift up the weary head you give the garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness you heal the broken heart you lift up the weary head you give the coming of praise for the spirit of heaviness you
for the spirit of heaviness and you heal the broken heart you lift up the weary
merciful and mighty you are good you are good you are good kind and full of compassion you are good But you poured your love on me. You didn't give me what I deserved, but you poured your love on me. You didn't give me what I deserved, but you poured your love on me. You didn't give me what I deserved, but you poured Imperfection, but you see. 
beginning and end forever. Amen. Alpha, Omega, beginning and end forever.
sharing this scripture. He heals all my diseases. He satisfies my mouth with good things so that my youth is renewed like the eagles. And as I was pondering that, he was like, diseases is just anything that's gone wrong. It's not just a condition we can name medically or physically, but anything, any anomaly that's in our body, our mind, our spirit, he heals all of it. And then he teaches us what goodness is by giving us satisfaction. We don't have to be hungry anymore. We don't have to be longing anymore. He fills the need that we could never fill by all the labor and work we do. And then he renews our youth like the eagles. And that's just not being old and being have young strength. He's saying, I'm going back to the childhood places in us. And I'm renewing your youth. Anything that was ever stolen, anything that was ever taken, anything that was ever marred or broken or abused, he heals the whole package and renews that youth in us. Restores us to be a new creature. So we just thank you, Father. You heal all our diseases. Anything broken or missing, you heal every bit of it. Physically, mentally, spiritually, emotionally. Physiology, you heal all of it. Father, and you satisfy our mouth with good things. We don't have to taste bitterness. We don't have to be hungry. We don't have to be in longing. But you satisfy us. And we feel full and we taste the goodness of you. Father, and you renew our youth. Anything that was ever missing or broken or abused or traumatized, you heal it. You give us back that childhood. You give us back that strength we lost. You give us back everything that we lost through injury, through misunderstanding, through abuse. You give it all back. And we are now born again as new creatures. All the old things have passed away. And all things are new in you, Jesus. We thank you, Jesus. We thank you, Jesus. We believe it. We thank you for 100% healing. We thank you, Father. We thank you, Father. We thank you, Father. We thank you, Father. this morning there was a note that she was playing that Laura was playing a bass note and every time I heard that it was like a 
an announcement. It's like uh, something being released over this area and uh, is is good. <laughs> I, but it was just it was just getting inside of me. Every time she hit that note, it just boom, getting down in there. And uh, so I say all that to let you know that something's coming. <laughs> Something is coming. Right? Amen. Brent's going to come right now and share with us. was good I was it's interesting because I was thinking the same thing about I kept hearing that note there was a real low that bass note and usually the bass notes you can you can feel the low end that it's a the pianos are are built off of strings built off of vibrations but that low note there's just something about that that low end that when you hit it it just it, it vibrates and their vibrations and I know sometimes people's like, oh, that's just hippy-dippy stuff, but we're built off of frequencies. And what I hear the Lord saying is, is that this, this, the southeast Oklahoma has hit a new frequency. Our area that we're in, there's a new frequency that's being, that's being sounded. Um, there is the power of positive confession. Um, the power of changing your life when you begin to confess something different than where you're at. Um, if I'm in drugs, if I'm in darkness, if whatever the situation, if I'm in poverty, if I'm in whatever it is, I have to begin to change the sound that's around me. If you're somebody that grew up in a very negative home, you're never going to do, you're never going to this, you're not good enough, you're not this. Eventually, people that come from those situations and are successful in any way in life, let's just say whatever success is to them, there was a moment in their life they had to begin to speak differently. They had to begin to speak something that was opposite of where they were. I think the, the word says, speak those things that are not as though they are. Uh, and so if I'm looking around, I don't have, or I, I'm feeling a certain way, I'm feeling low about myself, there is power in positive confession. But we also know that there is with that confession that the Lord has given us and the power of positivity, we also, you mix that with the power of the gospel of Jesus Christ by the empowering of the Holy Spirit that lives inside of us, and there is literally nothing that's impossible for God. Amen. If, if we can see people that are in secular realms begin to change their lives for the better, how much more for those who have the gospel? for those who have heard the voice of the Lord, for those who are being led by the Spirit of God, knowing that it's working on the inside of us. Um, one, one, and Romans says that it's the, it's the power, same Spirit that rose Christ from the dead is now alive on the inside of us, quickening, giving us life until this mortal body, not the body to come, but the body we have now, there is power for this moment. There is power in this time. Um, 
I'm going to read the scripture out of John right quick, but we're going to be in Philippians 3. So I'm going to read a real, just a quick moment because this is something that I've been hearing. Um, and I think this is going to have to do with, with even changing that frequency that's, that's here. There's a frequency change that's happening that is beginning to be released uh, from the church. I believe we, we in the church... As we begin to realize and we begin to come into these things, we realize that there's frequencies that change constantly. Um, and so we have to kind of be aware of those to know that when it's time, there's a certain frequency that we begin to operate in in that moment, to begin to speak in that moment. And, and I heard um, um, Minister Bill Johnson made the statement that says, we, we got to quit praying, to, praying for God to bless what we're doing and do what God is blessing. And so we, our ears to hear what he's doing and us operate in that, that realm and that vein. And we'll be more, um, I, I, I keep hearing the word more efficient, more accomplishing and more of what we're wanting to do or what we feel that the Lord is telling us to do. Um, the frequencies that right now, so there's, there's, I keep hearing there's a frequency change, but I also, we also got to realize too, we carry the power to change those frequencies. We have the power to move into a place, or come into a city, come into a region, and begin to change the frequency by simply saying, I declare the name of Jesus. I begin to speak the gospel of, of salvation, healing, deliverance salvations that is you carrying that what we're going to begin to talk about here you're going to see here in a minute the power that he's given us so uh in john 7 and 37 uh the heading in my bible says the promise of pentecost uh we got to realize too pentecost was not a, re- a denomination that was birthed <laughs> uh it was it was more than just a goosebump it was more than just a funny way of talking it was Something that had been promised to give you life and life more abundantly. Jesus said it will be the Holy Ghost will be a comforter that will come to you. Many times he says the spirit will teach you all things. I'm going to leave but the spirit will teach and he will remind you of all the things I have said. Verse 37 it says on the last day the great day of the feast. On the last day, that great day of the feast, Jesus stood and cried out, saying, If anyone thirsts, let him come to me and drink. He who believes in me, as the scriptures has said, out of his heart, or belly, some, some translation, will flow rivers of living water. Now there is the power to change frequencies. There is the power to change what people are drinking from. There is the power, he says, he who believes me on, in me as the scriptures say. Listen, to that. not just the way you think, not just the way you, you were told or your opinion, but as the scriptures say. And we have many scriptures in the Old Testament. This is before the New Testament was written. <laughs> Amen. So now we begin, Jesus, as the scripture says, so we go to the Old Testament and we can find the scriptures that says, those that call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. Amen. There's time and time again, it says, those who call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. And those who believe in me, as the scripture says, 
Out of him shall flow rivers of living water. But this he spoke of concerning the Spirit, whom those believing him would receive, for the Holy Spirit was not yet given, because Jesus was not yet glorified. So I want you to turn with me to the book of Philippians chapter 3. This is after Jesus has been glorified. <laughs> Paul has an experience with the glorified Jesus. He teaches him. He begins to give him one of the greatest revelations of Christ. And he teaches it through the, the writings of, of different writings that he has. But in this particular one, verse 3, we're going we're gonna to start in verse 7. And before we get to verse 7... If you have read that before, most of you know he talks about where he came from. He talks about his lineage. He talks about the heritage of who he was as a Jew. He says, as a zealot, I'm more zealous than the rest of you. As a Jew, I'm a Hebrew of Hebrews. My, my lineage, I can trace it all the way back to the most important people that there ever was. And, and concerning zeal, persecuting the church, concerning righteousness, which is the law, blameless, this is who I am. He's telling them, these are the accolades. These are the things in my life that I have accomplished, things in my life I was born into. But then he goes into verse 7. He says, but what things were gained to me, these I have counted loss for Christ. Now we're going to talk about, yet indeed, I also count all things lost for the excellence of the knowledge of Christ Jesus my Lord, for whom I have suffered the loss of all things and count them as rubbish that I may gain Christ. Now remember, those who believe in me, out of his belly shall flow rivers of living water. As the scripture said, this is Paul, a man who knew the scriptures, knew them better than anybody Forwards, backwards, the writing, knew how to write them, knew everything, studied them under some of the greatest teachers of that law and that, that teaching. But he says, I have counted all of those things as rubbish that I may gain Christ. Verse 8, the verse says, yet indeed I also count all things lost for the excellence of the knowledge of Christ. Now there was a lot of people that studied the law and the scriptures that didn't know Christ. They didn't know him. They didn't see him coming. They, the, the scriptures, Jesus told them, said, you search the scriptures looking for life. But yet you refuse to realize that those scriptures are about me. And I am fulfilling every one of those scriptures now. Now watch this. And be found, verse 9, and be found in him not having my own righteousness, which is from the law, but that which is through faith in Christ, the righteousness which is from God by faith. He said, I know the law, but I don't want that kind of righteousness. I don't want my own righteousness, which is everything that I have done and all the good things I've accomplished. But I want his righteousness, which is through faith in Christ, the righteousness which is from God by faith. Amen. Verse 10, that I may know him and the power of his resurrection and the fellowship of his suffering being conformed to his death. If by any means I may obtain to the resurrection from the dead. He says that I may know him and the power of his resurrection. Jesus said those who believe in me as the scriptures say will have out of their heart, their belly, their inner being will flow rivers of living water. Believe in me as the scriptures say. We know now we have a second half of those scriptures. 
We have what the scriptures Jesus is talking about according to the law. He was talking to the Jews, the Jewish people. You have scriptures that are coming to me. And if you want to believe in me, believe in what they say about me. They testify greater than anybody. Those are testifying about me. You don't want to see them. But if you will believe in them, your belly, your heart will flow rivers of living water. You will have the power to change the frequencies, to change the directions of cities, of towns, of families, of lives, of your own life. I will give you one scripture says you now have the right or the power to be sons of God. Amen. We have now have that right. And when the enemy comes and says, you don't have the right to be the son of God. We have the ability, the authority and the power to say otherwise to say, no, I've been bought with a price. I've been washed in the blood. I've been filled with the Holy Spirit. I know him. He knows me. We are in relationship together. The old song says we walk and talk in the cool of the evening. And the voice that I hear falling on my ear, the Son of God discloses. It's, it is Jesus that I have and I know. The old folk in my life said, you got to know that you know that you know that you know. Amen. And so here he says, the power of the resurrection. Jesus said, in, so now our scriptures in the Christian church is not only that the Messiah was coming. But now we have scriptures that says that he came, he died... And he was resurrected. I've said this before. Uh, the Lord has given me this idea of that the basis of Christianity is we believe in a man that was raised from the dead. And if he can do that, surely he can take care of us. Amen. If he can raise his own son from, from the grave and Jesus come up and said, all power is given unto me, heaven and earth, surely he can take care of the few woes that we have here on this earth. Amen. Surely he's able. Surely the scriptures of Solomon is true that he, 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 he clothes the sparrows and, and the lilies are dressed finer than anything. And surely he can take care of me. Surely I won't go hungry. The power of his resurrection. Now, you got to realize that now, now that Paul has, has, has seen, I want to know him in the resurrection. Why? Because it was after the resurrection that the power was released. Amen. It was after the resurrection that the power and the unveiling and the revelation began to be released. It was after the resurrection on the road to Emmaus that Jesus met with some men. They didn't know who he was, but the Bible says that from Moses and the prophets, he began to open their eyes to the scriptures and begin to tell them who he was. He said, I am Jesus. I am the Messiah according to your scriptures and and he opened their eyes for them to see who he was. It was after the resurrection that Peter was restored and brought in. It was after the resurrection, do you love me? You know that I do. It was after the resurrection, do you love me? You know that I do. It was in the resur after the resurrection that Jesus looked at Peter, do you love? Lord, you know that I love you. Then feed my sheep. It was after the resurrection that, that Paul began to get a revelation. 
And he began to see Christ and he began to say that I may know him in the power of his resurrection. That those who know me according to the scriptures out of his belly shall flow rivers of living water. The scriptures talked about drinking of the water. That someday that there will be a water spring that will flow up. And this was talking about the Holy Spirit. Jesus said out of your belly shall flow rivers of living water. He was talking about the outpouring of the Holy Spirit upon all flesh as the book of Joel says. It was after the resurrection, the power of his resurrection that on on, on, when the the day of Pentecost had fully come, they were in an upper room and there was a sound as a mighty wind from heaven and it filled the place where they were at and the Bible says they were filled with the Holy Ghost. After the resurrection, after that he said, when I'm risen again I will bring to you the power that the rivers of living water will flow out of your heart, out of your spirit, out of your body. Wherever you go, the Holy Spirit goes with you, before you, behind you. He's encamped around you. He's in you. He's through you. You wake up filled with the Holy Spirit. You walk all day long full of the Holy Spirit. And when you lay your head down to rest, guess what? You are still filled with the Holy Spirit. So that's why that we should be bold when we walk through these streets. We should be bold when we walk You're getting gas and we're buying groceries. Not bold just screaming, shouting, making loud noises, but bold enough to know that my presence here is enough to change the world. That I'm carrying the presence of God everywhere that I go. And all I'm waiting for is a voice from him to say, you need to go speak to that one. You need to go pray over in that corner. Go stand over on that sidewalk. What for it don't make sense? It doesn't matter because the spirit is with you. He's going before you, making the crooked places straight, breaking asunder the gates of iron and the bars of brass. In the power of his resurrection. Verse 12, Paul says, not that I have already attained or am already perfected, but I press on that I may lay hold of that for which Christ Jesus also laid hold of me. I'm trying to grasp and grab a hold of the thing that's already got a hold of me. That's what Paul said. Something's got a hold of me. <laughs> and I'm trying to figure out what it is. And I'm trying to grasp. Not that he's trying to get a hold of it. He says, I'm trying to figure it out. I'm trying to get revelation. I'm trying to understand this daily. I'm walking with him. Daily, he's showing me new things. Daily, he's showing me. And I'm having to back up and say, whoa, whoa. I got to swallow what you gave me yesterday. Because it's already grabbed a hold of me. Amen. Sometimes I, I get so caught up in what God has done for me. And I get so caught up that I say, God, you got to wait a minute because I got to, I got to just take a moment to, to, to say thank you for the things you've already done. I got to take a moment to just to figure out why you would do this, God. And God says, don't worry about why. Just enjoy that you are and know that you are and know that I love you and know that I've saved you and I filled you with the Holy Ghost. And now you have me. And you're walking with me. Brethren, I do not count myself to have apprehended, but one thing I do, forgetting those things which are behind and reaching forward to those things which are ahead. I press toward the goal for the prize of the upward call of God in Christ Jesus. What is the upward goal? Christ. 
Christ is the upper goal. That's, that's it. We've tried to figure out, well, maybe it was the accolades. Maybe it's just, all those things are great. But the ultimate goal is that we come into the image of Christ. That we come into the image of God. That's the goal. Therefore, let us as many are mature have this mind. And if anything you think otherwise, God will reveal even this to you. Nevertheless, to the degree that we have already attained, let us walk by the same rule. Let us be of the same mind. By the degree we've already attained. Listen to that. Let us walk with the same mind. The same mind is Christ. It don't matter if you're here or here or here. If you've been this 100 years, 100 days, or 100 minutes, the same goal is we're moving to Christ. Amen. We should never get to that place where we've, we've, I've, I've got it all figured out. Got it, all, got it all wrapped up in a pretty bow, and I can tell you, explain everything to you. I don't trust people that do that. <laughs> because if you can figure God out, then that God is not a God that I want to serve. Amen. Why? Because I'm still trying to obtain. You're still trying to obtain. And like I've said before, when we stand before the presence of God, whether, however that happens, and we meet our creator, we're going to look and say, we weren't even close. <laughs> We weren't even close. I've, I've be like Job. Job said, uh, I've only heard about you, but now I've seen you. And everything that I've said up to this point, I said in ignorance. I repent. Forgive me for speaking when I shouldn't have spoke. I spoke on things that I had no business speaking about. <laughs> Nevertheless, to the degree that we have already attained, let us walk by the same rule. Let us be of the same mind. No matter if you've, if you've gained a lot of ground, you've got great revelation. That's awesome. Operate in that. Continue to move and continue to hunger for that. But don't look down on that. Somebody that's just coming in and maybe, maybe they're dealing with things that, that you dealt with five years ago and you've already moved on from that. Love them and let them walk in the same mind and realize that their mind is goal. The, the, the goal is Christ. Brethren, join in following my example, and know those who so walk as you have, have us for a for a, for those who so walk as you have us for a pattern. For many walk of whom I have told you often, and now tell you even weeping that they are the enemies of the cross of Christ, whose end is destruction, whose God is their belly, and whose glory is in their shame, who set their mind on earthly things. For our citizenship is in heaven from which we also eagerly wait for the Savior, the Lord Jesus Christ, who will transform our lowly body that we may be conformed to his glorious body according to the working by which he is able even to subdue all things to himself. Verse 4, chapter 4, we're moving to chapter 4, verse 1. Therefore, my beloved and long for brethren, my joy and crown, so stand fast in the Lord beloved. And he's going to go in for just a second. I implore you, Adia, and I implore Syntyche, to be the same mind in the Lord. And I urge you also, true companion, help these women who labored with me in the gospel, with, with Clement also, and the rest of my fellow workers whose names are in the book of life. Rejoice in the Lord always. Again, I say rejoice. I love that, that, that little phrase. Rejoice in the Lord always. And again, I say rejoice. Rejoice in the Lord. That's an old, that's an old hymn. <laughs> or old song. Verse 5, let your gentleness be known to all men. The Lord is at hand. Listen to that. That's a message that needs to be preached to Christians all across America. Let your gentleness be known to all men. Not how loud you can scream or all the things you don't believe in. 
Let your gentleness be known unto all men. Why? The Lord is at hand. He is present. Why? Because out of your belly shall flow rivers of living water. Why am I gentle? Because he's with me and he's flowing out of me. Why am I gentle? Why why am I not stirred up by the things people do around me? Because the Lord is with me and I know that his spirit is flowing out of me and it's going into the world and it's beginning to change the world one person at a time. Amen. One person at a time. Watch this. Be anxious for nothing but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving. Let your request be known to God. And the peace of God which surpasses all understanding will guard your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. The peace that surpasses all understanding will do what? It will guard your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. The peace of God. The peace that surpasses all understanding. Where do we get this peace? By the outpouring of the Holy Spirit flowing inside of us. Now it's flowing out of us. What peace do you have? It surpasses all understanding. I don't understand what's going on right now, but I know I got peace. Well, how come? And it's guarding my heart and it's guarding my mind. And minds through who? Through Christ Jesus, through the understanding that Christ has done the work, that Christ is seated on the right hand of the Father, and he's making intercession for you and I, and he poured out the Spirit like he said he would do. I have a comforter now, and now through all things that I don't understand, I have peace, and that guards my heart, and it guards my mind through Christ Jesus. Finally, brethren, Whatever things are true, whatever things are noble, whatever things are just, whatever things are pure, whatever things are lovely, whatever things are of good report, if there's any virtue and if there's anything praiseworthy, meditate on these things. The things which you learned and received and heard and saw in me, these do, and the God of peace will be with you. Um, I want to read just a little bit more. But I rejoice in the Lord greatly that now at last your care for me has flourished again, though you surely did care, but you lacked opportunity. Not that I speak in regard to need, for I have learned in whatever state I am to be content. To be content. That's that's a tough one. That's a tough one to be content. In In the kingdom, in the things of Christianity, we're looking for the kingdom is here and it's coming. Amen. We have peace and peace is coming. So Paul says, I've learned to be content. Now watch this. I know how to be abased and I know how to abound. Everywhere in all things, I have learned both to be full and to be hungry, both to abound and to suffer need. Verse 13, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Nevertheless, you have done well that you shared in my distress. Now look at that, verse 13, we take that. I can do all things through Christ. And that's a great scripture verse to understand. But Paul was talking about literally the simplistic idea of walking through this life. Through the good and through the bad. Through the full and through the empty. From the abased to the abound. And in every situation, why can he be content? Because he's with me and I can do all of these things. I can be full, Christ gives me the power. I can be empty and hungry, and Christ gives me the strength to do that. I can be abased, I can be abound. And either one of those, it's Christ strengthening our mortal bodies. 
The same Christ, the same spirit that rose Christ from the dead is alive inside of us, walking through those times, walking through those moments. Sometimes when we're in the distressed times in our lives, it seems like he's closer. Amen? It does because we lean more into him in those parts of those, those, those abounded times, those hungry times, those, those desolate times. We, we, we lean into him because we've gotten a hold of that scripture. We don't lose with this stuff. Why? Because Paul says, in my weakness... You are made strong. I feel your strength even more when I'm weak, when I can't walk, when I can't move, when I, I, I feel stuck, but I feel your spirit lifting me and strengthening me and moving on. That's why Paul says, I want to know him in the power of his resurrection. I don't serve a God that leaves me when I get in trouble. I don't serve a God that steps away and I can't hear him. Like the prophets of Baal, and they said, where's your God? Maybe he's gone on vacation. I don't serve a God that sleeps and slumbers and takes vacation, but in my weakness, he rushes in and says, let me help you. I will be strong for you. I'll hold you and I will lift you up from the miry clay and put you on the solid rock so that you can go. David said, though I walk to the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. Why? Because you are with me. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Nevertheless, verse 14, you have well, you've done well that you shared in my distress. Now you Philippians know also that in the beginning of the gospel, when I departed from Macedonia, no church shared with me concerning giving and receiving, but you only. For even in Thessalonica, you sent aid once again for my necessities. Not that I seek the gift, but I seek the fruit that abounds to your account. That's awesome. I don't seek the gift, but the fruit that abounds to the things that you've done. Indeed, I have all and abound. I am full, having received from uh, Ephrodites the things sent from you, a sweet-smelling aroma, an acceptable sacrifice, well-pleasing to God. Verse 19, this is his prayer. And my God shall supply all your need according to his riches in glory by Christ Jesus. Now to our God and Father be glory forever and ever. Amen. In the power of his resurrection, verse 19, and my God shall supply all of your need according to his riches. Now, what riches is that? His riches in glory by Christ Jesus. Paul is saying he's never going to run out. Verse 19, I was looking at that and I was just kind of looked over in the middle of my column and I have cross-reverent scriptures and the verse 19, it simply says, Psalms 23, 1. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. I've learned to live abased. I've learned to live abound. I've learned both sides of the coin, and I found one thing, Paul says. He's with me through it all. Jesus said, I'll never leave you or forsake you. He gives me the strength. I can do all things. I can do any assignment that you give me. I can do any place that you put me. I can, I can speak to anybody. Why? Because you strengthen me, and out of my belly shall flow rivers of living water. We live in a post-resurrection era. We live on the other side of the coin. 
We live on that side where Jesus raises up and he says, all power is given unto me in heaven and earth. We live in a post-resurrection era where on, uh, on the day of Pentecost had fully come when time had, had, God had said, this is the appointed time. He poured out his spirit upon all flesh. And now it is inside of us. Jesus said, those who believe in me, as the scripture says, out of their bellies will flow rivers of living water. And God says, now you have the spirit in you. You have the word of God that testifies of Jesus Christ, the ultimate word of God. You have scriptures that tells you that he's seated at the right hand of the father. You have scriptures that tells you that you have spiritual blessings. You have all blessings, spiritual blessings in heavenly places. You have scriptures that Jesus said he'd never leave you or forsake you. You have scriptures that says the spirit of God will comfort you. He will teach you all things. He will remind you all the things Jesus said. He can do all things through Christ that strengthens you out of your bellies shall flow rivers of living water Woo! that's powerful that's powerful so I guess the, the, the instruction today is or the prayer I guess would be Lord teach us to be aware that we have living waters flowing out of us. Teach us to be aware, Lord, that when, wherever we go, wherever we walk, wherever, wherever we may find ourselves, Lord, that, that you, you, you show us that these living waters are flowing out of us, that, that there is a thirsty world. There's a world that's just reaching for anything, anything, and anything, and everything, Lord. But Lord, we have living water flowing out of us. But sometimes we walk in this world and we walk in this city and our, 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 our towns, our homes, our, our families, and we walk not knowing that we have spiritual water flowing out of us. Lord, let our eyes be open to the fact that, that wherever we go, that that water is coming and you're sending people to drink from the well that you've put inside of us. God, there are people in our lives that annoy us to no end, but they may be there to drink from the well that you've put inside of us. That river that's flowing out of us. They may be hungry. Lord, let us see with spiritual eyes the hunger and the thirst, God. Let us not miss those that you've sent to us, God. Let us not miss those that have brought in our path for a moment that they drink that water, Lord. Lord, let we just allow the spirit to flow out of us in the city of McAllister. Lord, we know today that, that, that Four Rivers is not the only church the spirit is flowing out of, God. God, I don't just pray for this church, God, but I pray for the church of God. Lord, I pray, I, I pray for, the, for the, the, the body of Christ to, to come to the realization that wherever we go, we're spilling out the river of life, God. It's flowing from our bodies, God. It's flowing from our hearts. God, we are changing the frequency everywhere that we go. God, you said some will plant, some will water, and God, but you will give the increase, God. God, today we are standing on prayers and we're standing on works of people that have gone before us, God. And God, we're seeing seeds. We're seeing harvests of things that have been prayers and been have seeds planted, God. But let us do our part today to plant seeds for the generation behind us, God. Let us do our part, God, to just water, God. 
Lord, sometimes we look at watering as something so small and insignificant, God, but it's a great important part of the gospel that we would just water. Somebody else would see the harvest, the generation behind us, God, that we would not skip planting, God. We would not skip and move past watering because we think it's too small for us or too lowly, God. But God, that is the great part of the gospel. We do our part. And God, that somebody else will come along and they'll begin to to, to explain even further that hunger and that thirst, God, that others will come in. Others will come to the realization that you love them and that you sent your son for them and that he died. And God, that he rose again he, and that he has life and life more abundantly for those people, God. God, we just do our part. That's all you've asked us to do is our part. God, teach us, show us, direct us, guide us, reveal to us our part as we plant, as we water, as we harvest, God, all three. We become all three at some point in our lives, God. But God, at whatever point we're at, God, teach us to do as you would do it, God. Lord, out of our bellies flow rivers of living water. We thank you for your word. We thank you for your son. We thank you for your spirit. We thank you for all things that you've given to us, God, that we know that you're with us. God, today, as that sound, that frequency begin to leave here, God, it begins to vibrate in our bodies. We could feel it in this building, God. We could feel it in us, God, that vibration, Lord. And I, I believe that that vibration is reversing sicknesses, God. It's reversing uh, 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 anything that, as Beth talked about, those diseases, God, wrong thinking, wrong understanding, wrong, wrong hurts and pains, God. Whatever the situation be, God, I pray it in me, God. Let it, let it heal me. Let, it, let the words of God heal me like never before. When Jack said that, it reminded me of a dream that I had had several years ago, and I think the Lord gave it to me during one of the first fruit services that we had. And uh, I, I had a vision where I was kind of behind, like it was weird, I was behind the throne of God. And, um, and so he was, he, I couldn't see him, but I seen angels coming, and they were going, you could see the, like the, the world below there, and they were coming up. And he, was, he would lean over and he would whisper something to the angel and the angel would turn and all of a sudden like this, like this gold looking like star would come in their hand. And what I realized what it was, when I looked at it, it would be a musical note. And then they would take that note and they would go to earth and they would, you could see where they would drop that note somewhere and the light would be like the most, like a fireworks show would begin to explode and they'd come back. And he would begin to he would begin to speak, and when he'd speak, they would get these notes. And some places got several notes and go in, and you could just see it. And it's like, and then all of a sudden, I seen his hand, and like once the notes had went out, he would move his hand, and he would just start doing like that. And there was like a worship that was coming up. And and years ago, that's what the Lord was saying was that frequency was changing. But God's constantly speaking those things and constantly speaking those ideas. He's speaking. We see it right now that there is a, a, a stirring and, and a feeling that we feel right now. God is saying, I'm sending those notes. I'm sending those musical notes. It's a vibration. It's a, the, the early church referred to the, the spirit of God as the energy of God. The energy, the vibration, the, the power of God, the feeling that you feel, that, that musical note when you hit it. You feel it inside of you. You feel it from the inside of you. What Beth had said, there's There's healing. There's a healing that's beginning to, to sound, a healing sound that we're, we're picking up on. So we, we know, as Jack was talking the other day about the stars that we're seeing right now. They're seeing with this new scope. 
they're seeing new galaxies and new stars. And Jack had, I just loved it, that Jack said, these were something that's already happened. We're seeing something that's already happened. And the healings that I think what's happening right now, we're seeing, we're seeing time and time again cancer being healed in our area. There's a reverberation of that sound. As these begin to happen more and more often, the idea and the diagnosis of cancer is not going to go, oh. It's going to go, oh, we've seen this happen before. We'll walk through this because the vibration has, has turned. The sound has begin, been, been reversed, and now the vibration is moving forward, and we can begin to hear. But we've got to realize, too, it's not something new. That sound has already happened. Isaiah said there will be a Savior will rise with healing. A son will rise with healing in his wings. And he was a prophet, and he began to speak that vibration and the sound. So when Jesus rose up, whew, let's preach. <laughs> when Jesus came, and he was walking down the street, and the woman who had had the issue of blood for, for seven years, she finally made the statement. She said, if I can just touch the hem of his garment. Well, the hem of his garment was the tallit that he wore, and they called that the wing. And so when she said, if I could just touch the wing, the Son of God, will rise with healing in his wings. She touched the wing as if I can touch that, I will be made whole. Immediately she touched it. Immediately she stood up and she was made whole. And he turned and he said, who touched me? <laughs> Everybody's touching. He said, no, but somebody touched me, Isaiah. Somebody touched me. And that vibration went, continues, and it continues to go. It continues. We hear, we hear testimonies of healing and it continues to go. And it gets louder and louder and louder. I heard there's a, on this piano here, on these pianos, they have a pedal called a sustain pedal. And if you hit that pedal, it won't, that note won't stop. It'll ring. It'll continue to ring out. And as I'm just hearing this, I heard the Lord says, my foot is on the sustain pedal. And I just seen somebody just hitting that note. Boom, boom. And it just continues to ring and continues to ring. And the Lord says, that sound is going right now. It's flowing. I want to just close our eyes for just a minute. Let's sit here for just a second, and the Lord says, just, just hear that sound. Hear that sound that the Lord is speaking to the, to the world globally, to the church globally, to the church locally, and last, and definitely not least, to you specifically. God, our moment and our prayer in this moment is that we hear your sound. God, that we, we come in tune with that sound. 
come in tune with that, that, that vibration, that sound that you're releasing over us. God's specific to individuals, but God corporately to the church, to the world. God, we, just, we pray that we just become a, a note. That we do our part and we make our sound, God, in a note of a chord. God, not just a chord, but also within the, the grand scheme of the symphony that you've constructed, God. That we would do our part. In Jesus' name we pray. I was, um, had actually gone to Walmart to pick up some things, and it was a bad time to go. It was after school was out. It, the place was packed. The parking lot was like a bumper car thing. And uh, I was, the shortest line I could find was several deep. And I thought, I'm, I'm so tired, I don't know that I can stand here until I can check out. But I just continued to stand, and a lady with a Walmart vest on came up, and she said, do you have anything that needs to be weighed? And I just, you know, told her to look, and, and I didn't. And she said, will you follow me? I can get you out of here quicker. And I'm like, all right. So I followed her over to one of the cubby holes. It wasn't the where you uh, bring back stuff, but it was a some kind of finance something there. And she said, you lay all your stuff right up here, and I'm going to get you out of here. And... Um, so she, I did, and she started checking me out, and I said, I appreciate this so much. She said, well, I, I wanted to be a blessing. And I said, well, you certainly were. And anyway, after I paid, I, I just said, um, I, I just I bless you in the name of the Lord. Thank you for blessing me. And I just pray that the blessing that, you've given me will be returned to you many times over. And I took my groceries and went home while everybody else was standing in the craziness. Amen. So it works both ways. Right? We're used to giving it out, but we need to be re- uh, able to receive and this um, this sound is a, is a sound to put uh, the enemy to flight that's the sound that I was hearing that's what, that's what I kept hearing I don't know if it sounds like that to everybody else or not, but that's what it sounded like to me. Like Jonathan and his armor bearer or the, the uh, uh, what do you call them? Lepers. And they're 
dragging their foot, which put the enemy to flight. And not only did it put them to flight, but there was a, an abundance left out of that. Anyway, we're, we're hearing, we're hearing something. Amen? Amen. Thank you, Father. We want to make our declaration. As we have given back to the Lord a portion of what He has given us, we declare that He teaches us to profit and leads us in the way we should go. The Lord gives us power to make wealth and supplies all our needs according to His riches and glory. We bless Israel and pray for the peace of Jerusalem. And as he blesses us, his way becomes known on the earth and his salvation among all nations. Lord, we are believing you for jobs and better jobs, raises and bonuses, debts paid off and transfer of wealth, prosperous businesses, our vats filled oil, expenses decreased, blessings increased, and heavens opened, earth invaded, signs, wonders, and miracles, and angelic visitations. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Lord, thank you for more than enough so we can give into your kingdom, go labor with heaven, and see Jesus get his full reward. Amen.